Hello, and welcome to Being KB with me, Kaylee Booth. I'm here to be your bestie when your bestie's not here, and hopefully you feel a little less alone. Enjoy the episode. I finally started this podcast, and honestly, I realized that I'm the type of person that I'm either so anxious about something that I have to have some random goal that may not even be goal. For example, I have a lot of anxiety about failing and about not doing anything with my life. So that has that's why I've tried to go to multiple different types of grad school. I feel like if I have that master's degree or if I have, you know, if I've went to law school, then at least I did that. And that's that's part of my anxiety and how it manifests and how I am trying to avoid that fear is by, you know, doing whatever society says is like important. And that's one way that I'm really anxious and I and I let I let that fear get the best of me or I do the opposite where I avoid the thing and I just say I want to do it for a long time and then I just don't do it and I keep pushing it off. And I realized that this happens a lot. Even with this podcast, I've been saying I've wanted to podcast for I don't know, a long time. And in general, I want to do things and I feel like I feel really judged or I feel stupid trying things. And that's probably some bullshit childhood trauma or something. But I do think I feel tr- like trying is failing. And if you don't get it right the first time, you're a failure. And I have a big fear of failure. And I know I spoke about it in one of my episodes, but. It is really interesting because we let our fears run our lives. And I'm noticing more and more in my day-to-day life, my fear responses. And, you know, sometimes they're defense mechanisms, which are okay and not terrible, which those also can be really bad depending on what they are. But sometimes it is just how I react to my boyfriend going out without me or how I react to golf. (laughs) You know, I realized that, for example, with golf, I have this fear about being left by my partner. I feel like golf is one of those things that men use as an excuse to be like, oh, at least I'm not with the ball and chain or whatever. And I have this fear of having a really one-sided partnership when raising kids because I want kids and I really like kids, but I don't want to do it alone. And I think that I get really like, heated when talking about golf and or when people are like oh golf's so great and I'm like fuck golf I don't give a fuck about golf and it's because I I don't actually hate golf like golf is just a sport you put a ball in a hole good for you I don't care it's more 
this idea that men leave or traditionally or stereotypically men go on golf trips or golf and leave their families for either a weekend or even for the day. It's like a six hour thing to go play 18 holes of golf and do all the like chatting in and the outs, whatever. Obviously, it doesn't have to be that way, but it is historically and stereotypically something that has been used to a keep people out, which I don't like in general. I hate rejection and I hate being outgrouped. And then B, it is a way to like avoid your children and your family. And I think that's really toxic. And that whole idea is toxic of like, ooh, like everyone needs their fucking alone time. I get it. And people need breaks from their kids and their wives and their husbands and whatever. But it doesn't have to be this, like the whole wordage and verbiage about golf and how golf is like an escape is it just grosses me out it's not a genuine like oh hey actually I'm a little worn down hanging out with my kids and I need a weekend it's not a genuine I need a weekend to myself so I don't like that you know and that is a really clear example of my fear response. I am feeling a fear about the future and about my partner and about having kids and what, how golf could play into that future. And it's not a good one. You know, it doesn't, the view I have of golf playing into my future life with my partner is not a good one. But also I could, I'm like, almost setting myself up for that because of this fear because Thomas is like my partner Thomas is like hey why don't you come play golf with me we can do this together and instead I'm like fuck golf no I'm not ever trying it blah 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 so it's almost a self self it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy at this point because I am rejecting this thing and then and it's now become a solo thing for Thomas because I don't want to do it because of my fear and because of this feeling I have about it and I can get into golf about other things I find wrong with it but there are people trying to break down those elitist barriers that are part of golf's history as it is so and Thomas always says just because something's a certain way doesn't mean you should not do it just because people want to make it elite and want to make it exclusive doesn't mean you shouldn't do it which is true he's completely correct so yeah I just that is an example of a fear I've noticed I've had that is triggered and then I just take it out and I'm like golf stupid why do you like golf and I'm like okay what what is the real reason that I'm acting this way And I've been trying to do it a lot when I'm mad for no reason about something that like genuinely doesn't matter. Golf is a sport that I don't play. And honestly, it doesn't really affect me except for that my parents and my boyfriend want to golf. So sometimes I like go sit on the golf cart and read a book. That honestly should not be that big of a deal. But I'm making it a big deal. So I'm trying to dig into those random moments when I'm just enraged or 
feeling really strongly about something and I don't know why. Like when white people have dreadlocks. It really bothers me. And I don't know why. But if I dig into it further, I probably do know why. My cousin who died of an overdose had white dude dreadlocks at one point. The overt cultural appropriation going on there just bothers me. I don't like when white people make me like, I don't like being a part of that grouping, but white people as a whole are a group. And I'm like, you're being so overtly appropriative and it's so annoying and you're making everyone look dumb. And so I think the, also the white people with dread community reminds me of like the EDM rave people and the people that I've read articles about these people that leave their families who give them everything, have money and, you know, provide for them and try to send them to school and do all this stuff. And then they still end up, they're like, no, I don't want that because of whatever reason. And they get into drugs and they die or they get murdered or whatever happens because they're traveling around and not living in apartments and jumping from house to house and living this bad life. And I think that triggers an anger I have that my cousin died um, when I was 15 because of that exact reason. And honestly, I don't know. He was dealing with some mental health issues and some other things that I wasn't even aware of because I was a child. But in my mind, I was like, oh, he had people loving him and caring for him and, and trying to provide what he needed and sending him to school and trying to get him on track. And and that quote unquote community is a community that in my mind like took my cousin and so I just automatically I'm like Ugh, I hate these people they suck and realistically if I met somebody that was like an EDM rave person with white people dreads that look a certain way like I probably would be very nice to them and they'd be nice and I'd be fine and it would be fine but I just have this I'm like triggered by this fear and anger and it's it's really interesting because all of us had this about everything and it's bad. <laughs> like it's a bad response. It's really immature and it's a defense. It's a biological thing. It's got to be because I think biologically speaking, oh, if this, you know, whatever, if this group of people attacked you, then you have to remember what they look like so then you don't get attacked again when you're in a tribe. I don't know. I'm just saying things. I think it's some sort of biological thing. And I think it is supposed to protect you. Oh, these trees that look this way are poisonous. So don't eat the fruit from it. Things like that. I think that is biologically embedded in us. And it's not created. It was created for people who like lived in tribes and we haven't evolved out of it. And so the 21st century is not very cohesive with this quote unquote protective measure that we have in us. And 
it really affects our relationships. I'll just be like bitching about golf for no reason. And Thomas is like, I really like this thing. Like I picked it up and it's making me happy. It's bringing me joy. And you're just bit like bitching about it all the time. And then we have to like fucking talk it out and have a whole chat. And both of us are sad. And then both of us happy because we talked it out. And it's like um, an emotional roller coaster. And I'm like, I can't let the fear control my life. I have so much shit I want to do and I can't be afraid of everything. And that's why eventually I was like, fuck it. If my podcast sounds like shit because I'm recording on on a fucking iPhone, although today I'm not. Today I'm recording it using the tech, the real mics. Hopefully it sounds good. But I'm like, whatever, fuck it. If it sounds bad and it and nobody likes it and I have no followers and nobody listens to me, then, you know, it is what it is. But if if I even have a couple followers or a couple people that feel a little more connected, then I'll feel good. You know, I'll feel good about it. I want people to find community and find... I want people to feel good about themselves. I want... I've always been really open and people are like, oh, Kaylee, you're such an oversharer. Which is true, but it's because I want people to feel comfortable in the world because we shouldn't feel uncomfortable at the time. We shouldn't feel anxious. We shouldn't feel like all of us feel this way. And we're all just like trying to live our lives. Like some people are bad and some people do bad shit, but even them, they're trying to live their life, but they're feeling some sort of terrible thing. And that's why they're doing terrible things. And I'm just like, we shouldn't feel so uncomfortable in the world. Like we should feel comfortable. We all should feel comfortable to live our lives and have our jobs and wear what we want and do whatever we want, you know? But that's just not how it is. So I thought I would start a podcast to just share about myself and maybe somebody will connect maybe somebody will hear something and be like oh yeah I felt that fucking way or or they'll learn something and be like shit I do that too and I need to check myself a little bit because honestly I'm just learning I'm listening to podcasts and I'm listening to music and I'm trying to connect with people and write in my journal and you know stop being a fucking psycho bitch like I'm just trying to be a better person too so no one's in this alone like we're all we all got our fucking shit that we're trying to work on And some people, you know, I'm so jealous of the people that aren't trying to work on anything. They're just like chilling. They're like, oh, this is just my life. And they live like simple lives and they just want to be who they are. I'm like, bro, I'm always trying to better myself, which is great, but it's also exhausting. Sometimes I just want to be chilling. And honestly, I feel like a jackass 90% of the time because I have an emotion and I let it get the best of me usually and then I have to come back and be like I'm sorry I'm a jackass and then I have to be like dig into why I reacted that way and I'm like ugh, I'm just like a globby blob of emotions and it's all just from like life experiences and we all react a certain way and I'm like wow this is so stupid like our personalities are so stupid and so defensive and so scared like we're all scared little babies And I talked about it on TikTok with Andrew Tate. I'm like, I thought listening to this guy would enrage me and make me so mad. But all I heard was a scared, scared man. I'm like, oh, my God, you have to be 
this tough kickboxing like lives in Albania guy with a million armed guards and you have to convince yourself that that's free because you're so scared that the government or whoever is going to take what you have you're so so afraid and that is sad you know like you're such a scared little boy I don't want to be that way I don't want to be a scared scared person I want to be vulnerable I want to be radically vulnerable radically kind I just want to be better and I don't want to be scared of everything and scared of humans and that's why literally I'm out and about and people who meet me or are newer friends think I'm like fucking crazy because I'm I'm just like flinging truth bombs everywhere and they're like so taken aback but I'm like yeah I'm a fucking psychopath like I don't I'm not gonna hide that like we're all fucking psychopaths because we're all just reacting to the world and our personalities are just popping off like willy-nilly instead of us having any control of who we are and I think it's fine there's balance to that of course like you need to be yourself but you also need to be better and there is a balance and whether you like something because you're scared and you used it as a defense mechanism or not you still like that thing um so you know a lot of people went to music because they're scared and they're alone and they use it to feel less alone okay great you're still like a great musician like you shouldn't not do that thing um so whatever the even if the reason that you started something is negative or bad like or maybe it was an escape as long as it isn't ruining your life like obviously if you're running to drugs and you're overdosing all the time that's a problem or even in general if you're if you're always going to music and you can't have relationships because you can't communicate and you can only sing or or do music then okay that's kind of a problem too but it also depends on your life like if you're somebody who is a musician and you don't communicate and you don't really give a shit about having relationships that's not a big deal use your music fine you do you but like if you it just depends on what you want if you want a family and you want a partner then like you have to learn how to communicate with your partner in the way that they also communicate, not just via music, but maybe you both communicate via music, you know? So it's really interesting. And I think realizing like we all have these issues makes me very like empathetic to everybody. And I don't know. I I just hate people less because I'm like, Oh yeah, like we're all just so scared. <laughs> it's honestly kind of embarrassing. Like we're all so afraid and I don't know why. Like why are we so afraid? What are we doing? You know, like just we should just be nice to each other and and if we're having a feeling, we should just explain it and be vulnerable, but we can't cuz we're scared to be rejected. It's horrible. And that's honestly part of the reason why I wanted a podcast too, because I just want to practice using my words. You know, I want to be able to be better at speaking and using my words and, and communicating my thoughts in a way that are really, that's really, really clear to everybody, you know, to people I don't know even. And I don't know. Sometimes you just got to do it to get better. You know, you have to 
talk and communicate and have a conversation to get better. And sometimes you don't always have someone to do that with. I do, but I also want to flesh it out by myself sometimes. And so this is what this is, like me just fleshing out my ideas and talking to you all so that I can figure out how to communicate with the people in my life, you know? And hopefully I get through to people and I communicate with you all in some way as well. You know? I guess this might be a fear response also. I'm like, oh, if I can talk to myself and figure it out and be better at communicating, then, then I can be better in front of people and I won't have as much social anxiety or something like that. Although, I don't know. It has helped me listening to myself but I also am kind of like wow I sound like a fucking idiot sometimes I really should stop cursing because that makes me sound so stupid I sound like a fucking there we go cursing again I sound like disgusting but you know I also do want to curse and I do like cursing and part of it is because I always had like older women in my life like my aunts and stuff be like you should curse less and it just made I'm just like a stubborn person who wants to do the opposite of what everyone tells me to do you know so maybe I won't stop cursing you know I'm trying to think of other fears that I have that get really my main fears are rejection like social rejection that's a big one fear of failure that's a really big one. That's why I don't fucking try shit. I think that's part of the reason why I also don't golf is because I don't want to be so bad. And then Thomas is going to be so good. And then I'm going to feel like a fucking loser. And I'm like, I don't want to feel like a loser anymore. You know, I'm trying to do stuff that I like think I'm actually kind of good at and I could be better at. A lot of my friends were like, wow, it's you can actually just like keep talking. And that's amazing. I couldn't do that. And I'm like, wow, that you know what? I always thought that was just annoying and annoying skill, but I'm like, actually that's literally what radio show hosts do. And now I wish I radios were still a thing because I'm like, God damn, maybe I could have been a great radio host. Na, 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 radio. Uh. Okay. I don't know the lyrics, so I'm not going to say that. I don't know any lyrics, but yeah. Like what if I could have been a freaking badass KB in the morning? I don't know. What's a good name? K Blitz. I feel like a Blitz is a bad thing. That's like bombs, right? KB. They always have like moose names or they have like animal names. They're like, I'm Wally the beaver in the morning. And you're like, what? I stole that joke from, I think, Winnie Cummings said it on her podcast. But it's true. Like it literally, they're always, they always have weird names. They're like morning mashup with Mike. Mike the beaver and you're like what Mike the or they're like trying to always be like mad Mike ooh, and I'm like what is going on disc jockeys is that what they're called or is that a DJ I don't know any old things even though I was like around for most of that I'm just like I don't remember I have a terrible memory that's also a problem because I'm going to like say shit and I'm going to be like, I think that's what it is and it's not going to be true. And you guys are going to be like, you're a stupid bitch. And that's okay. Sometimes it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to sound stupid and it's okay to be wrong and it's okay to just say things and to ask questions and that's okay. Sometimes it brings joy to people to just fuck around and to ask questions and be dumb. Like I'm okay with being the dumb one or sounding dumb because A, I know I'm not dumb. But also because then 
if I'm the one who's dumb at asking questions, then other people feel comfortable, which feels very martyry and kind of self-sacrificing and gross. And then like a, oh, that's definitely a complex I have. I'm ne- I need to be like, I'm like a codependent savior thing. Like, I'm like, oh, I'll fall on the sword so you don't feel bad about yourself, you know? Like, I feel like if I, I, I was, if I ever was in a situation where somebody, like, peed their pants, like, I'd, like, switch pants with them because I'd feel bad. Eee. Or I'd do anything. I'd, like, run across the street or do, find them new pants or whatever, you know? I'd buy new th- clothes from the Target down the street or whatever. I would definitely, like, try to help out. I'm, like helper whenever I take those personality tests it's always like the helper which is fine but it's also like a dumb complex where I feel worthy if I'm helping other people and I don't feel worthy if I'm just like living my life and that's what I found out in therapy too my therapist was always like just be in the moment and I'm like I can't be I must be doing because if I'm just being I don't feel worthy and to be fair I think that's a complex like all Americans have because we're all about working maybe we maybe the world has this i don't know but americans are like oh we are not worthy unless we're productive and it's fucking crazy and that's a fear i have is just being i'm like oh i'm not gonna feel worthy and i don't want to feel unworthy and then i'm gonna get rejected because i'm unworthy of love and affection i'm like bro is anybody okay i had a pretty decent childhood in life and i'm still fucked up like what the fuck Everyone's fucked, dude. I literally know one. No, I know zero normal family. Because everyone's royally fucked and it's crazy. We need to chill out, you know? We need to stop being like alcoholics and drug addicts and beating our kids and shit. Just kidding. I actually don't know anyone who beats their kids because that would be a real problem. But, you know, I know it happens, you know? I know people who emotionally abuse their kids and their partners. And I'm like, could you just stop being a bitch? You know, like, ugh. I got to stop calling everyone a bitch. I don't know where that came from lately. I've been saying bitch a lot. I don't know. I'm just, ugh, I'm just tired of all the fear responses turning into aggression and turning into blah, blah, blah. Like even all these people who want guns, I'm like, oh, this is a response to you being afraid that, again, the government is going to take over, but they're already in charge. And if the government, like, you can't have a fucking coup d'etat anymore. The government has billions and billions of, like, ammunition and missiles and whatever. Like, they have fucking, what are they called? Um, those things that are green. Ugh. Tanks, right? Is that what they're called? Tanks. Like, they have billions of tanks and guns and bombs and all this shit. I'm like, you think your three AR-15s are going to fight off, like, the government? No. You're going to shoot some guy that's your local, like, drug addict trying to, like, steal your TV from your house. Ooh, you're so, like, badass. No. Stop being afraid of everything. Afraid to lose your TV. Afraid of the government the government the government's already in charge they're already taking our data they're already taking everything like chill the fuck out you know no one you need to fucking stop it's all fear response literally everything abortion and controlling 
women's bodies and controlling people of color and and I'm not trying to get political, but here I am. And even non-politically, like everybody is so scared and they're they're just like, we need to we can't let these people do this because they're going to they're going to do something crazy. Like the people who are gun owners in Texas, like aren't the people shooting up schools. Let's be honest. We know that that's not true. The people who are like, I'm an oil baron and I have guns and I'm shooting things like those people aren't shooting up schools. So, again, that's like a fear response. Everybody's like, get rid of the guns. And I'm not saying that. I'm for or against anything. I'm not going to tell you. Actually, you probably already know. If you know me, you know I'm liberal leaning. But I, I, I like to say I'm moderate. I'm a registered independent. But either way, people are afraid, so afraid of the other side, the other group. And I'm like, fear is not to control us. We cannot let it control us. And honestly, honestly, if we are fear, the more freedoms we have, the less safety we have. And then more fear we have because we're not safe so i think there's a balance between like we're all about being like the freest country on the planet and i'm like i don't care to be that free like i don't know if i want to be the head of my own company because that means i have to take all the responsibility you know if you have a boss you can be like oh i don't know what i'm doing can you check this and like i kind of like that sometimes you know i kind of like a little navigation And some women and some men don't want that at all. They're like, fuck you. I want to do my own thing. I don't want anyone. Like, I love a team. I love a partnership. Like, I want to do this together. I want us to all be a community. Because then if shit hits the fan, we all got each other's backs. We have a group. We have a community. We got this. Some people don't like that. They're very individualistic, you know? It's just, I, you know just fear 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 i'm gonna hop off it's been 30 minutes i might jump in later and talk more about it but we'll see love you bye
I'm not worried that I'm going to get nauseous and my head's going to fall off. And that means we got to do that shit. You know? Old dudes go to space. They have to go through all that space training. So that means we can feel good. We can eat healthy. We can work out. We can walk. And spin and do all the things. It's a lot of men honestly it's such a mental game though. You know? So that's what that's my tricks. Like my tricks are my mental tricks to help you get physically. Like obviously we all know how to physically feel better. Eat healthy, work out, drink water. You know, that's it. That's pretty easy. But there's tricks to it, you know? And that's all the mental stuff. And mine's like, okay, you want to feel good working out? Wear a cute workout set that you want to show off so you want to go to the gym. Or you want to go on walks with your lady friends, you know? And it feels stupid that you have to kind of, like, reward yourself to get yourself to do things. But a lot of it works, you know, little tricks like that. And baby steps. I cannot say this enough. Baby steps... And also look at your body and pick out the things that you do like about it. Like every time I'm like, Ugh, I wish I was a ghost. My body's so gross. I hate it all. Like I'd be the best ghost. I wouldn't have to have knee pain. Blah. Then I like look at myself and I'm like, wow, this body climbed Machu Picchu. You know, this body has ran many miles, biked many miles, you know, swam, this body took me to Australia and swam the Great Barrier Reef, you know, so, like, this body's done some shit, and it's been awesome, you know, and it's been hurt, and I've fallen down, and shit has happened, but, hey, I've never broken a bone, look at that, you know, you just have to give yourself props and dubs for when you do win, we're all gonna take some L's, but a lot of us are still doing great, Okay, well, that's all I have to say. I don't know if I actually gave any good tips, but just wear clothes that fit you. I promise you'll feel better about yourself. And also take care of your skin. Put grapeseed oil on your face. Yes, literally buy a, it's like a $12 derma roller on, on Amazon. Yes, I know we don't really shop from them because we hate them, but also like a lot of small businesses sell on Amazon. So maybe we do shop from them whatever either way i shop from them buy a derma roller a shitty cheap one on amazon derma roll your skin put grapeseed oil on it and i swear to god it makes me feel like a golden goddess i love it it's so good um also the ordinary has an azelic azelic i don't know how to say that word acid like gel and i really like it it helps my skin be less red um and i feel like it helps with my zits but i don't really know there was a purging stage take care of your skin your skin is so important wear spf take walks every day laugh at babies and dogs on the streets wear spf wear hats eat fruits and vegetables and drink lots of water that's the main advice i have and i know i'm not like aspirational but I don't know. I have a pretty decent life. I've been drinking good-ass chai teas I've been making. And if you're drinking shitty chai tea, only drink good chai tea. It's worth it buying, like, a nice bag of chai tea from somewhere. And 
then put some sort of milk. I use oat milk and I have a frother and I put it in there, but any kind of oat milk helps and a little bit of honey. I was not a honey person. I used to be a plain tea person. It's way better with a little milk and honey. Who knew? I guess literally everybody on the planet except for me, but whatever. That also is good. Reward yourself with treats each week. And that is something that I do every day. I drink my chai tea and I guess you don't need to say chai tea because that's like a double, that's saying tea twice, but drink your chai every day because it's just so relaxing. Stretch and chai every day. Okay. I'm just rambling at this point. I love you guys. Have a good day. Bye.